Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for July 15th is 2 Chronicles 28 and 2 Kings 16 and 17. We're reading today about Ahaz, who was 20 years old when he assumed the throne of Judah. Now, remember, Judah was the southern kingdom. They were the ones who were supposedly doing it right, quote unquote. They had the true temple. They had the true priests. And they were striving to worship God the way it was prescribed under Moses with priests who were descendants of Aaron as the Levitical priesthood required. They were following the scriptures, at least in theory. And they were protected. They were supposed to be the remnant When the northern tribes of Israel, who became Samaria, as we've been reading over the last weeks, went away and hired their own priests and came up with their new ways of worshiping God and incorporated all of the false idol worship alongside of the worship of God, Judah was the tribe that remained true to the historic faith. But they didn't ever do it perfectly. And Ahaz was one of the kings who was perhaps the most wicked to have been on the throne of Judah, the southern kingdom. Ahaz sacrificed his children in fire, the scriptures tell us. He was indeed a wicked man and a terrible king without excuse. And so God sends judgment against Judah. And this time he uses their half brothers, the Northern tribe, the Northern kingdom of Israel, Israel and other enemies go and ransack Judah to humble Ahaz, to humble Judah, to show them, to remind them that God will not allow them to go and have their way with their idols and keep God on the throne and pretend that everything's okay. You don't get to follow God and still do whatever you want to do and expect God to bless you to expect God to protect you, to expect God to prosper you and keep you from all discomfort. God loves his people too much to allow them to go on living a lie that will cost them everything in eternity, but might give them some sense of false security in this life. Because God is always reminding us that far more important than what happens in this life is what takes place in eternity. We are created for eternity. All people are created for eternity, for the spirit realm, for the kingdom of heaven. But we don't get to worship the God of heaven and ourselves and our comforts. We can't have it both ways, despite what the lies of the world whisper in our ears and sometimes shout at us from the television screens. 
We cannot have it both ways. So God has preserved this story in the scriptures for us, this true historical account of a wicked king and how he is beaten down, his nation is beaten down because of his sin and his unrighteousness. 120,000 young, brave, Judean warriors are struck down in one day. Because they had abandoned Yahweh, God of their ancestors, it says in 2 Chronicles 28, 6. But then the northern tribes, Israel, Samaria, as they are becoming known as, with such force defeated Judah that they were proud and arrogant thinking they had done it in their own might, perhaps. And they even took the Judeans back as slaves until a prophet named Oded appeared and he came out to meet that army as they were coming back to Samaria. And he said, look, Yahweh, God of your ancestors, handed them, the Judeans, over to you because of his wrath against Judah. But you slaughtered them in a rage that has reached heaven. Now you plan to reduce the people of Judah and Jerusalem, men and women, to slavery? Aren't you not also guilty before Yahweh your God? Listen to me and return the captives you took from your brothers, for Yahweh's burning anger is on you. And we have to remember that in victory we have to remain humble Because all of our victories come from God. Whether we win or we lose, God is sovereign over all of that. And we can't assume that because we won, it's because God is so pleased with us or because we deserve it. Many times we win because God is teaching a lesson to our person that we're victorious over. King Ahaz of Judah asked for help from King Assyria, from the king of Assyria. But Yahweh humbled Judah because of King Ahaz. Because King Ahaz threw off restraint in Judah and he was unfaithful to Yahweh. Although Ahaz plundered Yahweh's temple, took out the silver and the gold and gave it to the king of Assyria, it didn't help him. He was so distressed and he even became more unfaithful during that time. He turned to the gods of the king of Aram because he had been defeated by that nation, but they were his downfall. But not only of him, King Ahaz, but also of all Israel. The lesson I see in this is it reminds me that I must not seek to be promoted within the kingdom of heaven because the people of Israel were impacted. Many of them died and were sent off as exiles and the very nation of Israel itself came to an end at this time in history because of Ahaz 
wickedness because of what he did in secret. So many people in the church today want to be promoted to positions of leadership, but they don't have the character. And if God exalts you and raises you up or allows you to achieve this place where you have leadership, where tens or hundreds or thousands of people are looking to you, you need to make sure that you are able to stand up and be righteous and not fall to temptation, not to worship these other things. Many of us today are very judgmental. We think, oh, we don't worship false gods. We're not bowing down to Baal or Moloch or these other false gods. And yet, we'll spend 5, 10, 15 minutes a day reading the scriptures and hours a day watching Netflix or other programming. Maybe our God is the news. It's a information and we're always seeking what's going on in the world looking for something and we spend very little time with the author of history it should be a gut check for us all my friends in second kings chapters 16 we we read another view of Ahaz's life and death. And then in chapter 17, it skips over to Israel. So from Judah in the south to Israel in the north. And we're told that Israel becomes no more because of their unfaithfulness. The land is overtaken by people who are not Jewish in their heritage. And in 17, verse 32, it says, They feared Yahweh when it became apparent that they couldn't just move into the land and not acknowledge Yahweh. They were being eaten alive by lions. And they sought a priest to teach them the way of God because they recognized that God was judging them for not obeying and honoring him. Verse 32, it says, They feared Yahweh, but they also made from their ranks priests, like our churches today. Verse 33, they feared Yahweh, but they also worshiped their own gods, like many Americans today. Verse 41, they feared Yahweh, but they also served their idols. Still today, their children and grandchildren continue doing as their ancestors did. May we not be like them. May we learn. May we get our priorities in order. May we not be people who consume hours a day of social media and television programming and movies and entertainment and give our God minutes a day. We should be people who spend hours a day in the word of God, becoming familiar with who he is and who we are in relation to him. We are to love him with all of our hearts, all of our minds, all of our strength, all of our souls. And may God bless you as you seek him. See you tomorrow.